you're listening to the Big House Bleachers Podcast. Welcome to the Big House Bleachers Podcast. I'm Michael Smeltzer, and as always, I'm here with Matt Hartwell, and we have some very exciting Michigan football stuff to review for this episode. Uh, It's actually a really special episode. Matt and I are going to draft our spring Michigan football teams, offense and defense, seven seven players on offense, seven players on defense. We are going to draft uh, our, our team just before the spring game. And then, of course, we will see, we'll look back on this in months to come and see who had the better team. But first and foremost, it has been a glorious recruiting week for Michigan football in the state of Ohio. Matt, how are you, sir? I'm doing great, buddy. You know, I've uh, been kind of just trying to find ways to kill time this this uh, sports off season. You know, I know we still got hockey and some other things going on, but the two main components are out of the picture. There's no question about it. Football and basketball uh, the most popular sports out there by by large denominations. So uh, I've just been killing time in the gym, man, getting my uh, my uh, physical appearance back up, my summer bod, you know what I mean? I'm excited to dig into these spring rosters, you know, around this time of year. It's always what everybody wants to know is uh, what the roster is going to look like, who's going to be starting. So Excited to dig into that with you and talk about uh, who we foresee being in uh, some of these starting lineups. Well, speaking of, you know, I do want to get into this recruiting in the state of Ohio that I led with, but you gave me a perfect segue here. So speaking of summer bods, um, I saw a tweet that you sent out and I want to give you an opportunity to go ahead and say, about something. Do you know what I'm talking about? You sent a tweet out about a certain Michigan football player looking ripped. I absolutely have to throw a sheesh out to the big man, big man, JJ McCarthy looking like he's about to tear two phone books in half uh, in his most recent <laughs> clips with uh, with quarterback coach Kirk Campbell. You know, he, he looks like he's been putting on some weight this offseason and uh, you'd expect nothing less from JJ. After the end of last season and and the unfortunate loss to TCU, you knew the kid was probably going to hit the gym, uh, see what he can do to improve upon everything that he can possibly improve upon this offseason. And just from a physical standpoint, it looks uh, to every effect that he's been doing that. So big fat sheesh to uh, to muscle man J.J. McCarthy. J.J. McCarthy, you get the Matt Hartwell. Okay, let's get to recruiting because it has been a fantastic, glorious, monumental week. Not just because of the commits that we've gotten, but um, because of the the energy and the juju and the 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 feeling of of Ann Arbor and Michigan right now. Like all of the top recruits are visiting, uh, you can tell that they are genuinely excited about Michigan football. You know, every school, every big school, anyway. They have their social media teams and their creative people thinking up the next great like photo ops for these guys. So you get like these cool social media pictures from every school. 
but something is different this offseason with Michigan football recruiting. You can feel it. You can feel the guys that have already committed trying to recruit more guys. We're seeing four stars, five stars visiting Ann Arbor. But in the biggest news in a while, it's not who we landed, but where they are from that is uh, making headlines. So four-star running back Jordan Marshall was the top running back target for Ohio State. And of course, he, he is from the state of Ohio. Uh, have you looked? And he committed to Michigan, I should say. He committed to Michigan this week. Um, have you watched any of his highlights? Absolutely. I, I don't know if you caught the other tweet that I had sent out shortly after he committed, but I tweeted out a, a tape of his high school highlights thus far. And the kid is impressive, man. He looks very uh, Donovan Edwards, kind of like Zach Charbonnet like a little bit uh, with his ability to just break contact and just fly through the open field. So I'm extremely excited about him. You know, this isn't a recruit that that there was a lot of buzz centered around as far as momentum for Michigan was concerned, because quite frankly, Michigan never pulls it out in these types of situations where it's a close recruiting battle. The kid is thought to, to be a heavy lean towards Ohio State um, and Michigan. I went, Actually, when I was looking up tape on Jordan Marshall, it was all Buckeye content, like Buckeye accounts, uh, making videos about his high school tape, like they wanted this kid bad. So don't listen to any any Buckeye fan that uh, is on Twitter or anything saying that they aren't hurt by not getting this kid because he's a Michigan Wolverine now and he's going to do some great things. Well, I want to take a minute to thank all of you Buckeyes out there that were spending your precious time and hard-earned money throwing together creative clips and content on this Michigan football player. Thank you so much for providing us with the highlights that we need to reference his high school game. Um, salute to you guys, uh, losers. Um, and then, and then uh, shortly after, we get a, a high-profile three-star offensive tackle uh, commit, Ben Roebuck. And he was quoted saying, I, when I was growing up, I was an Ohio State fan. Uh, and I used to want to go to Ohio State, but then I grew up and realized Michigan was the place to be. I mean, come on. He just he just stuck the knife in and twisted it. And a lot of these Buckeyes are saying, well, we didn't even offer him. You know what? I understand what you're saying there, but Michigan is back-to-back Joe Moore award-winning best offensive line in the country. Uh, if they're recruiting an, an offensive line player in, in your backyard, maybe you should have offered him. So I like so so saying that is like well okay so Sharon Moore is going to go steal a guy out of your backyard and and then uh, Cole Cabana in three years is going to be running for seventy five yards for a touchdown on you and you didn't and you're telling me well we didn't offer the guy well well good for you we're we're literally signing players in your backyard right and it's like how does that make you feel right you know uh and the uproar from buckeye nation is just hilarious but you know you i just have to give a shout out to uh to luke hamilton who uh if you remember of course i'm sure you do committed right after um that most recent win in columbus um at, to michigan right after the game it was beautiful 
But he has just been at the epicenter of recruiting for Michigan, getting guys to get interested in Michigan that are from that Ohio area. He's very outspoken about it, very adamant. Uh, And it was a similar situation for him. You know, Ohio State did not offer Luke Hamilton, a very highly touted four-star recruit. Um, And he's made made him hurt for it. So... Big shout out to Luke Hamilton, Ben Roebuck coming to the best offensive line unit in the country to tear it up and push more guys around from that state down south. I fucking love it. And these guys look like offensive linemen, man. Luke Hamilton, he's a redhead. He's got the chin strap beard. He's ready to go. Ben Roebuck has the mullet. You know, like the, <laughs> these guys look like some offensive linemen. They, like if I was a quarterback, I would want those guys out in front of me blocking but uh you know we shall see Jaden Davis is set to announce his commitment before the spring game coming up uh so that will happen prior to the recording of our next episode so hopefully we are celebrating a high profile five-star quarterback commitment to Michigan next week but let's get to uh the feature of this week's episode that I'm very excited about because it's a little bit of a competition between you and me here. And uh, maybe after we draft these teams, we can post them to Twitter and let people vote on who who, uh, who drafted the best team. So Matt and I are going to draft. This is our spring football draft. So before we've seen anybody play in the spring game, we're going to draft uh, our, our our teams one at a time. There's a couple rules here, right? So J.J. McCarthy is off the table. That is the one, it's the one player we're removing from the equation because it, it almost seems unfair to throw him in there because then one guy's got a backup quarterback where the other guy's got the starting quarterback. So we're, gonna, we're going to remove J.J. McCarthy entirely. We're still going to draft quarterbacks, but we're going to remo- remove J.J. So on offense, we're going to draft a quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, a tight end, an offensive lineman, so there's our seven. And then on defense, we're going to get an, an interior D-line line guy, an edge player, a linebacker, two cornerbacks, a safety, and then we have a position on defense called the wild card. And this is just your extra guy, right? Like it can be any position. Um, there's a little bit of strategy involved here. So um, let's do the – Matt, do you have a coin on you by any chance? I don't. I mean, Honestly. of course you don't. What is it? 2010. Nobody has coins here. I'll I'll Google coin flip. There you go. And and we're going to we're going to see if this works. Hey Siri, flip a coin for me. Should we call it? Right, there's a button that says flip again. So on the count of three, you're going to call it, and then I'll show you what it says. Ready? All right. All right. One, Tails. two, three. <laughs> flip <laughs> i swear to god it says it's heads can you read that ah. <laughs> it says heads man i, I swear don't to god, believe I it coin flip gate <laughs> all right man um i promise i would i would not mess up my karma by doing something that dishonest to start this <laughs> draft it's too it's far too important to me um I'm totally good buddy all right but i do have a strategy and i'm glad that i got the first pick so for our listeners um, we're not going to do one position at a time. This is a free for all. We're going we're gonna to fill up our rosters in any, like truly like the NFL draft. You can draft any position you want. We're going to fill up our, our rosters 
um, 14 rounds. And uh, for my first pick, I'm going to go to a position that you might not expect me to pick first. But there's a reason why I'm doing this. I'm going to draft tight end Colston Loveland. Ah, that's a wonderful first pick, honestly. And and my reasoning there is it's not because I think he's the best guy on the team, although he's very good. Uh, the the drop-off between tight end number one and tight end number two is one of the most significant position drop-offs. And so I uh, I desperately wanted him on my team. But I know I happen to know that you are very well-versed on the tight end group at Michigan, so you probably already have a guy you're going to get later in that position. Uh, Matt, who is your first pick? My first pick, man, and uh, I, it's got to, if, you, if you're going with Loveland, I got to go with one of my other favorite studs, um, Donovan Edwards. You know, the guy is just wow. absolute, absolute game changer. Um, I, I don't know if, what that dictates for your next pick, but I, I'm got to go with Dono. You know, the guy's an absolute stud at everything he does. I think that he may even endanger uh, Corum or, or even JJ's possible Heisman run this season. I think Donovan Edwards is going to be a big name to watch in college football next year, and uh, I think it's going to be impressive. So I'm going Dono number one. Well, you know, as I was falling asleep last night, I was doing what any self-respecting individual would do in my shoes. I was playing out all of the possible scenarios of this draft, thinking of what I would do considering different situations. And I knew, I knew that as soon as you picked a running back, I would have to pick the other guy because I cannot let you stack your team with Blake Corum and Donovan Edwards. And so for my second pick, I have to pick Blake Corum which I'm happy with though. I'm ha- like I'm I'm of course I'm very happy with that. I understand why you went with Donovan Edwards ahead of him. Uh he's he's vicious in the passing game. He's definitely going to get a lot more carries this year. We may even see something closer to a 50-50 uh carry spread. I think it'll probably be 60-40 in Blake Corum's favor. Um so I'm happy. I've got I've got Corum for my second pick. All right. Back to you. Beautiful. And uh, I foresaw you foreseeing that pick. And (laughs) I didn't strategize quite as good as you, but I knew that's what she would do. So to that, I'm going to... And are we splitting this, Mike? I don't know if we clarified. Offense first, defense, or just... No, no, no. No, it's a a free-for-all. You can go any any position. Well, then I got to go with cornerback Will Johnson. I think the guy is also destined for just an elite step forward this season. I'm going Will Johnson with my second pick. Oh, my God. I just died a little bit inside. I have to have him on my team, man. What are we doing? Okay. Well, so in, in very similar to the running back discussion... I cannot let you have Will Johnson and Mike Sanderstill. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and draft Mike Sanderstill right now. Get, get this guy on my team. I, I'm going on record saying this. Mike Sanderstill is going to be the best player in college football next season. College it's not football. a far cry. <laughs> All right. All right. Back to you. 
I'm all in on the Mike Sainer still uh, propaganda. So heck yeah, I think the guy's going to be filthy. I think he's destined for a huge step forward. So I do not look down on that pick at all. I am probably going to go from here. You know, I just I just like my young guys, man, that are gonna that are looking to take steps forward. I'm going Mason Graham uh, defense again. I'm putting Mason Graham on there. I think the guy's gonna just eat eat quarterbacks alive this season, and uh, I think we'll see a little bit of that in the spring game. So, but uh, I know we'll see even more of it early on and all the way through the season. So I'm going Mason Graham. The dude's gonna be an absolute stud. Well, and let me ask you this: Are you? I, I'm assuming that's in, that you're putting him in the interior D line, right? Yes. Okay. I didn't know if that's the other thing is like, c- can we draft a guy that is not technically that position but play him in a different position? I I didn't think about because because Mason Graham, if you wanted to, you might be able to put on the edge, you know? Like I, I but but let's. Let's uh, we'll call that interior D line. That's what I think. I'll that's fill what him in for my purposes as my interior D lineman. Okay, okay. Um, ooh, where do I want to go next? This this is interesting. Let me look at the. Oh, I know, I know what I have to do. I know what I have to do for my next pick. I'm going Rod Moore. Safety, Rod Moore. Gotta have Dang. him on my team. I was looking at him pretty high, so. Yeah. Well, and to me, that's another one where I'm kind of looking at, like, if, if, where, what's the drop off t- to the next guy? You know, and so that to me, to me, he's clearly the best safety on the team. And so I, I'm going to, I'm going to stack him up on my defense. Um, all right. Who do you, Whoops, I messed up my notes here. What's your next pick? For my next pick, Mike, I'm going to go with the veteran Cornelius Johnson, Michigan's second leading receiver last season. I think that uh, Michigan's going to do some more things offensively with passing the football and, and getting the ball to some of its receivers this year. So I feel good taking uh, Cornelius Johnson at number four here. That's a really smart pick, man. That's a really smart pick. And so I I think because you did that, I'm going to have to go with my guy Roman Wilson because I can't I can't let you have CJ and Roman Wilson and so uh I'm going to go with Roman Wilson now who who I actually believe um and I shared this uh on uh I was on the I was on the Mason Brew uh podcast with Andy and Jared a few weeks ago and I shared this with them uh, I actually think that that Roman Wilson is is going for a thousand yards this season I think he's going to lead the team in yards I think JJ and we saw flashes of JJ and Roman just connecting downfield I think we're going to see that all year long next year so um, I'm happy to to throw Roman Wilson on my team Absolutely. And a very smart pick of you to take, uh, Roman. I think that he will be destined for such a season as long as he can stay healthy. I know that uh, last year he was kept off the field for for a little bit with some injury issues. So that's the only thing that, uh, in my mind, kind of gives me gives CJ the edge in my mind this year. 
as far as the receiving competition is concerned. But I think if Roman Wilson stays healthy, you're looking at big things. For my next pick, I got to go with Jalen Harrell, man. I think the guy uh, is is going to eat it alive this year. Uh, he's destined for a breakout season for sure. He's definitely going to be one of the top candidates along the edge there, and I think he's going to get far more snaps than he did last year, and he was already very efficient with the time that, that he was given on the field last year. So Jalen Harrell for me. Man, I'm surprised it took us this long to get to the edge, but I think it's because there's just so, so much to choose from there. You know, I, I hate to let you dictate my picks like this, but I, I'm kind of piggybacking on your positions because I don't, well, actually, no, n- never mind. I don't have to do that. I don't have to do that because you only get one edge pick. And so you can't, oh, well, but there's a wild card though. You could, you could, you could stack two edges in your wild card. So, oh, the linebacker position is interesting too. You know what? I'm going to, I'm going to go to the linebacker position. And as much as I want, I know to where pick, you're going. Uh, I don't think you do. I, I, well, maybe you do. I, I'm not. I want to pick Ernest Hausman, but I'm not going to. I'm. I. I got to go with my guy, leading tackler, Junior Colson. I. We're gonna. We're gonna throw him because he's he's proven in this system. We know he can do it. Another year under his belt, he he could potentially be pushing. All American, and, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna say all Big Ten. He's gonna be an all Big Ten linebacker. Um, he's going to be very, very good. Probably lead the team in tackles again. So for my linebacker, I'm gonna pick Junior Colson. And I'm so mad that you did because I almost uh, was sure that you were going to go with Ernest Hausman. I know you've been very high on on the guy. Uh, this this offseason. I know he's going to do great things, but really a smart, smart pick going with Junior Colson. He's going to be a huge... I, I expect him, honestly, to be considered for captain next year. The dude does a lot for that defense, so smart pick. For mine... Oh, you're going to be mad at me. You're going to be mad at me, Mike. What are you doing, man? Don't do it. Don't do it. I'm going with... Omarion Walker. Ooh. Put it down. I'm going with Omarion Walker on the opposite uh, corner. You've already stolen my guy, Mikey. So I'm taking Omarion Walker See? to uh, to balance out my uh, my DBs here. That's going to get you some, some votes when we post this thing. Because that's a hot name right now. That's a spicy name to have on your roster. Um I need, I need, I'm trying to remember the Jamon Green, Jermon Green situation right now. I'm, I feel like I'm seeing double in my brain. Jamon uh, declared, right? Yeah, German but, is still, uh, still on the roster. Okay. Is it German or Jermon? <laughs> I, I, I don't know either. <laughs> I know. Okay. All right. Well, there's a young guy that I want there anyway. So you're, you're, you're full on cornerbacks. And so I'm going to leave that alone right now. Um, Hmm. Let's do a quick recap. So, so for for our listeners, we we've still got we're about what are we halfway through? No, we 
We are not. Let's do one Getting more. One more. That. One more round, and then we'll then we'll go ahead and. All right, I think I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to the edge, and I'm going to pick. This is tough because I don't really know how they're going to play him. This might lose me the vote on Twitter, though, because I think other guys are going to be looking at other edges. But I'm going to go with transfer from Coastal Carolina, Josiah Stewart. I think he's Not gonna, a bad I think, pick at all. I think he's going to have um, a, a fantastic season. You know... Well, we'll see. We still got that wild card. There's a that wild card position is it's going to be linebacker or edge. I feel like there's there's uh because we drafted two cornerbacks each. Um, all right, who is your seventh pick? My seventh pick is uh, let's see. Got to think carefully here. Man, you stole my big potato, Colson Loveland. I gotta come back and uh, and choose AJ Barner here. I think, obviously, transfer from Indiana. Mm-hmm. I think the guy is gonna do great uh, with JJ McCarthy tossing him the football this year. I'm expecting big things uh, out of AJ Barner. Uh, I'm picking him with my next seventh pick. You know, I, I actually think that he's going to be much closer in stats than people realize uh, to Colston Loveland. He had 28 catches um, and three touchdowns a year ago for Indiana, which for a, you know, for a tight end, that those are significant receiving numbers. Um, and we've seen Michigan, they love their number two tight end. Whoever is in that position, Harbaugh loves that guy. And so now that Loveland will be shifting into that number one spot, um, I feel like AJ Barner might get that um, the old Luke Luke Schoonmaker treatment, like bef- like when Eric All was still starting. Uh, so th- the tight end position is very interesting for Michigan. Not to mention that dude. I looked it up this morning. Uh, he's six five, over two hundred and fifty pounds. Like he's a specimen, big boy. Yeah, he's a specimen. He w- he will absolutely be. Um, Making some plays here. So, all right, we're halfway through. I've got Blake Corum, Roman Wilson, Colston Loveland, Josiah Stewart, Junior Colson, Mike Sainer still, and Rod Moore. You've got Donovan Edwards, Cornelius Johnson, A.J. Barner, Mason Graham, Jalen Harrell, Will Johnson, and Amarion Walker. Some now stacked lineups right there. Yeah, now it's back to me. Imagine if those guys all played for the entirety of the spring game head-to-head. Uh huh. <laughs> oh my God. Here's what I'm going to do. You haven't drafted a linebacker yet, have you? I haven't. All right. I'm going to fill my wild card spot. Oh, shit. <laughs> with Ernest Hausman. I'm going to go get Fuck. my guy. I'm going to go <laughs> get my guy. <laughs> you still got, hey, you still got uh, an option there. You know, Mike Barrett. I thought hang, if I thought around. you would be settled and satisfied with uh, with Colson there for a little bit, at least a couple more rounds. Damn it. Well, well, but you know what I did, and I'm I don't want to give you too many hints, but you're gonna figure this out anyway. I did. I left. I left some some solid edge players on the board now for your wild card spot. Like there's some there's some uh, 
significant guys hanging around. So, all right, eighth pick, who you got? I think I, uh, I'm going to go O-line, and I'm going to go with Big Zint. And uh, and snag him up there, the veteran. The the he's gonna captain that offensive line this year. I think him and Keegan. I think Zenter a little bit more. Uh, so I'm gonna grab my offensive lineman, get Zent on the board. That's a great pick, man. That's a great pick. Um, since you stole Hausman from me, yeah. I was planning on picking my linebacker, but now I might as well just wait. <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to think strategically where I want to go next. And ooh, man, there's a there's some really interesting There's still receiver. I got I got to think there's we still got backup running back. Um I don't even really know who I want as my backup running back. Um I also don't know receiver though. There's two guys sitting there that could be good. You know what? Screw it. I'm just going to draft this guy because he deserves to be off the board. There's no strategy involved in this. It's just it's just respect to him. I'm going to get Chris Chris Jenkins on the the uh interior D-line. I like that. I hope Jenkins uh I hope that he has a breakout season this year. I don't know. No disrespect to to Chris Jenkins. I, I but I just hope that he doesn't get swallowed up by uh, by some of these younger guys. You know, obviously he's been there a while. Hasn't made like he's made some plays, obviously, but hasn't like I don't think put anything on paper that's really wowed anybody up to this point. And that that's just my take, you know what I mean, but I hope that uh he doesn't get swallowed up by the depth of some of these younger guys and that he has the breakout season that he deserves cuz obviously he'll probably be a captain heading into this year, you know, long-term guy and hope the best for him. So solid pick on your end. Well, I actually think um he's kind of been the unsung hero of that run defense. You know, Mozzie Smith was taking up bodies on the inside. Chris Jenkins was too, man. He like, he is, he is a run stuffer almost more than Mozzie Smith is. And so, man, this, I'm so excited about this football team. Like we got studs everywhere. Mason Graham and Chris Jenkins in there. Like this is going to be fantastic. But isn't Um, even that something to be thinking like, I hope this really good interior defensive lineman doesn't get swallowed up by other really great up and coming young interior yeah. linemen. You know, it's a great luxury problem to have, if you will. Well, every position, I mean, really every position looks that way. So, um, all right. A uh, few more picks left, four or five more picks left. Who you got? Let's see. I got to go with uh with RJ Moten and I'm going to slot mm. him in at uh at safety, you know. I'm going to get him off the board. I think he deserves deserves to be off at this point and I need something to accompany uh accompany Will Johnson and uh Omari on Walker back there just in case anything slips by them, you know. You know what's crazy is you and I like are both going to end up with 
uh, a secondary that could be starters on any D1 school in the country. Like that, that that's <laughs> that's got to be the most attractive position group that we have, right? Is the is the secondary because I'm already sitting on Mike Sanders, Dylan, Rod Moore, and now you have Will Johnson, Amarion Walker, and R.J. Moten. Studs. Um, and there's still a few other guys, you know, like for safety, like Makari Page could come on strong this year and have have himself some some games. So um, that's interesting. You know, I'm going to stick with the line here. Well, no, no, no. That would be a dumb pick because you can't pick an offensive lineman. So I might as well save that. All right. Uh, I wanted, you know what? Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go quarterback. And I'm not even going to pick the guy that you would probably pick, but I just want him because he's, he's a walk-on. He a beat leukemia. He's an absolute stud. And so I'm going to let you go with, uh, you're probably going to pick the other Indiana transfer so he can throw it to your tight end. But, well, but then again, you might, you might prefer an orgy in the end zone. So who, who knows? We'll, we'll see. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to draft Davis Warren as my starting quarterback. If you can beat cancer, you can beat the Buckeyes in my book. Strong, strong pick there. I love Davis Warren. I love his story. I hope that he finds playing time somewhere uh, in college, whether it's with Michigan this season, like in a in a sparing backup role enough to show a little bit of his talents and some some blowouts at the end. But he's a really good quarterback, I think, and I think that he would uh, he's destined for good things still. So good pick on your end. You know, I'm really torn. Because I really like a lot of the things that I've seen from uh, Jack Tuttle. I think that he's a really good sport. Um, he seems very willing to just do anything that, uh, that it takes to help Michigan win a championship. Whether that's backing up JJ or throwing. He's a proven starter. So I like the idea of Tuttle. But man... Alex Orgy is just a physical specimen, right? I mean, you, it's just hard to envision keeping an athlete of that caliber off of the football field. So I'm going to let him on mine. Alex Orgy, Orgy in the end zone. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. You know, it would have been a real curveball if at the end there you said, I'm going to throw him in my wild card on the defense. <laughs> you know, like that That would have been a linebacker. Yeah, well, because <laughs> that's the thing about Alex Orgy. I, I wrote a segment about it this week, actually, when I was looking at the uh, my top five players to watch in spring the spring game. And Alex Orgy's one of them, even though he's like the fourth string quarterback, because, I mean, you got to find a way to get this guy on the field somehow, right? Uh, so that's an excellent pick, even though... I think Jack Tuttle's probably going to be the backup quarterback. It's funny that yeah. neither one of us, uh, neither one of us picked him. Um, all right, well, you and I are just dancing around the running back and wide receiver position. We've got backups to draft here. Um, I think the guy I have to draft now, even though I want to draft Cole Cabana. I'm not going to do it because there's a probability he gets redshirted this year. I'm going to draft my guy CJ Stokes as the backup to Blake Corum in the backfield. I like it. I like it. I hope he does uh, has a better year in the eyes of the uh, the Michigan public this year. 
Because he yeah. did do some good things in non-conference play, and I think that he will be a good uh, running back. So mm-hmm. nice pickup there. I'm going to switch it back over to wide receiver and go with somebody that no, don't do it. That we've heard some things about recently in the media. It intrigues me. He seems very Ronnie Bell-esque with his talent sets. I can see you getting all nervous like I'm about to pick your guy. I'm going to go with Tyler Morris. Oh, thank um, God. That's not, that's not, <laughs> that's not, that's a good pick. That's a really good pick. I'm going to go is... with Tyler Morris. If you've seen some of the stuff we put out on Maze and Brew this week, there's been a lot of buzz about him. He recently appeared for some media availability and uh, he's just got a great demeanor about him. He's appeared in a lot of photos that, uh, that the Michigan football account has been tweeting out. So I think Tyler Morris might, uh, we might see him step into some production this year. So it's interesting because between him and the guy that I'm about to pick, one of them is going to have a breakout year, probably not both, right? And, and so I'm going to pick up Darius Clemens um, because I think he's the one that's going to take a major step forward. Um, but we don't know, right? That's the thing is we don't know. And here's something very interesting. We just drafted, we're done drafting receivers now. I got Roman Wilson and Darius Clemens. You got Cornelius Johnson and Tyler Morris. There's a guy just hanging around that we didn't draft. A.J. Henning. Um, I'm just not convinced that they're ever going to use him. Like, you know, like they'll put him back to return kicks, but they haven't, the coaching staff has not shown me that they believe in A.J. Henning to run routes. Um, which could that could change this year, right? He could end up being the number two or three guy. Um, but I think it's very interesting that neither one of us picked him up. Yeah, I uh, he was actually in a piece that I did on uh, on Maze and Brew earlier this week regarding some guys that need to step up this year, or they're due for a step up year, or they risk slipping into obscurity. And AJ Henning is one of those guys, you know. And uh, obviously he, he returned a kick last year for a touchdown. But aside from that, we didn't see much of A.J. Henning last year. They played him a little bit against TCU, and he had some catches sparingly throughout the rest of the season. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they work that in or, or what kind of work he's been doing this offseason to earn himself more reps. We shall see. Um, back to me. You know, I'm going to head. We got two picks left. It doesn't really matter which order I go in because I don't think you can pick either one of these guys. Well, you could actually, but I'm I'm going to go with the big guy. You got Zach Zinter, so screw it. I'm going to get Trevor Keegan. Boom. All right. All right. So I, Wait, I'm not I'm not I'm not uh, delusional am I Trevor Keegan came back right yes you are okay <laughs> all right I just wanted but to make sure I was considering didn't... it yeah. so you aren't wrong yeah. for stopping to think about that I, yeah and I, I was like I, I, I didn't want to throw myself out there yeah Keegan okay cool so I am gonna go here backup running back I think and uh, I'll go with Cole Cabana even though I think there's been some whispers that that he might not even play. I think he might be injured as far as the spring game is concerned. But for just 
uh, team purposes, uh, I'm going to put Cole Cabana in there as my backup running back. I think that uh, that he's Michigan played quite a few handful of of young guys last year, and I think uh, he if he can get on the football field, he's going to make some electric plays. Wait, did I, did we skip one of your picks or something? I I, I still. Was- I'm showing you with two two left to pick after that. Did you th- did you pick a wild card yet? No. Did you pick a I linebacker? No. All I have is one. Well, whatever. Um. Did I pick two in a row or something? I I don't even know. All right, so I, I apologize. <laughs> I apologize to our listeners. Uh, I'm sure when I listen back to this, I will know what happened. I probably cheated because I'm sitting here with an extra, an extra pick on my table here. Um, I my for my last pick, and I don't know how that's possible. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm picking. Uh, this is this is my my curveball here. I'm going to pick uh, Cameron Calhoun, freshman cornerback this is my one i'm taking a reach i think this guy's gonna come in um in a in a position in a position group that is very experienced and very good i just think we're gonna see some cam cam calhoun this year so i'm gonna i'm gonna throw him in there and i believe i'm done i don't know how i got an extra pick on you um but you still have a linebacker and a wild card to pick yeah i'm not sure how that happened either but uh I'm going to go here at linebacker Mike Barrett. I mean, yeah, just need him on, on my team. He's a he is Michigan football right now at this point in my mind as far as the defense is concerned. Just made some electric plays last year. One of my favorite guys on the team, so I'm going to fill it out with uh with Mike Barrett there. And then you still have a wild card to pick as well, right? Yes, I do. And well, for I can't my figure, wild card. I don't know how that happened. I, did, I must have not announced one of these guys and just threw them in here. Um, all right. Who's your wild card? I'm going to go. Hmm. I'm going to go maybe one that, uh, that people aren't foreseeing here. And I'm going to throw in Jimmy Rolder as, uh, yep. as my wild card. I think they'll find some good things to do with him experimentally uh, this year on the defense. Got quite a bit of uh, playing time, quite a few snaps last year. Um, so I think that he's destined for, for some good things. Well, that does it. Um, I, uh, I won the coin flip, and I probably cheated somewhere along the line. So I, my team might be better than yours, <laughs> but I... I actually like the the looks of yours. I'm going to run down my team and then let me know if there's a guy that I didn't announce and I just threw him in here because I can't figure out how this happened. Quarterback Davis Warren. I got mm-hmm. running backs Blake Corum and CJ Stokes. I picked Roman Wilson and Darius Clemens at receiver. Tight end is Colston Loveland. Offensive lineman Trevor Keegan. Interior D lineman Chris Jenkins. Edge Josiah Stewart. Cornerback Mike Sainer still. Cornerback Cameron Calhoun. Safety Rod Moore. Wild card Ernest Hausman. Yeah. And then for you, I ha- you know what probably happened? You I probably still, you still have one pick to make. 
No, I don't. No, I don't. No? That's everybody. Davis Warren, Blake Corum, CJ Stokes, Roman Wilson, Darius Clemens, Colston Loveland, Trevor Keegan, Chris Jenkins, Josiah Stewart, Junior Colson, Mike Sainer oh, still, okay, Cam, right. Cam Calhoun, Rod Moore, Ernest Hausman. And then the Matt Hartwell team is Alex Orgy, Donovan Edwards, Cole Cabana, Cornelius Johnson, Tyler Morris, AJ Barner, Zach Zinter, Mason Graham, Jalen Harrell, Mike. Barrett, Will Johnson, Amarion Walker, R.J. Moten, and Jimmy Rolder. Mm. Man, let me throw a curveball at you. Who's your What's offensive up? wild card? If you had to pick an offensive wild card, like this a guy came that to ha- my mind while I was thinking yesterday. Are you talking about a guy that hasn't been picked yet? Yes. If you had well, to pick an offensive wild card to work into your scheme right now, uh, who, well, it would, could be A.J. Henning. It could be anybody. I, I'll tell you exactly who I'm going to throw in there. In true, in true uh, Michigan fashion, I'm going to I'm going to add uh, Ladarius Henderson, big boy offensive lineman transfer from Arizona State. Great question, though. Let me ask you the same thing. Who would you plug in as your your offensive wild card? I'm going to plug in somebody that uh, that some more stuff came out in the media about this offseason. and obviously, like there's always. Guys being talked about that uh, that end up shining in the spring game, but don't uh, turn out turn up uh, being great in the regular seasons. And it, the same could be the case with this guy that's been getting talked about a lot. But I'm going to go with wide receiver Peyton O'Leary. I've uh, and some people may not even know who that is, but uh, Peyton O'Leary is a name to watch. He's been picking up a lot of attention. Um, in spring practices this year. So keep an eye on him. Uh, and I'm going to put him in there as my offensive wild card. That's a fantastic pick. And, and honestly, I, I just want to say, I love AJ Henning. So no, no shade, no shade to AJ for not getting picked in this draft. Like he, he, he could easily be one of the best players on the team this year. It's just the way that we've chosen to use him in the past does not instill a bunch of confidence uh, in, in, his numbers this year. So, all right, Matt, we, uh, we've got ourselves a spring game to watch next week. We'll be talking about that. We'll probably be talking about some more commitments, at least one high profile quarterback commitment. Fingers crossed. Uh, he goes where we think he's going to go, which is Michigan. Uh, we'll, we'll go ahead and post this graphic on Twitter and let people have some fun and vote on who has the best team. Uh, that does it for me. Uh, Michael Smeltzer and Matt Hartwell, the Big House Bleachers podcast. As always, go blue.